Welcome to the Imperfectly Perfect Campaign, sharing real-life stories from real people to unite them in global change for the face of mental health. We will also reduce the stigma, creating communication, healing, and awareness to save lives and inspire. Join us weekly as we talk to some of the highly acclaimed faces, influencers, experts, and others who have been through extreme adversity. All right, guys, so welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Perfect podcast, where each week I'm joined by some of the world's most renowned faces in the entertainment industry, on the sports field, corporate leaders, and inspirational thought leaders around the world, sharing their own truths and personal journeys. Today, we have none other than Taylor Holder. Growing up outside Dallas in a small town called Alvarado, Taylor has always been an entertainer. At the age of three, he began racing and competing in motocross, a passion that he still holds to this day. After finishing high school via homeschooling, he moved out to California to follow his dreams to be an entertainer and started to create content for Instagram and Musical.ly, quickly growing his popularity on the platforms with his viral lip sync videos, as well as his daily lifestyle content. Soon after that, he branched out into the world of acting with online series Dirt. After joining TikTok, Taylor quickly grew to millions of followers on the platform, continuing to create viral content. After collaborating with members for years, he joined the Hype House for a short period. Today, he continues to create lifestyle content for his fans on social media, but is now focusing a majority of his energy on his music career, as things are quickly taking off for him. Stay tuned as we talk about all this, his new music, and everything else as we go through the podcast, guys. So firstly, welcome to the show, Taylor. Dude. You did your research for sure, man. You like you just gave me a whole background check that some stuff that I forgot that I even done. I was like, oh crap. Well, the thing is, um, appreciate your time. I know that you've just come off the back of your release. Was it? It was yesterday or last night for you guys? Because we're a day ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. So the song came out today, technically, but with the way that the music side of stuff works, it drops at like midnight Eastern time, so nine p.m. LA time yesterday. And yeah, I uh, had a little release party at my house and, and it was great, man. It was like the perfect amount of people, great people. We had some, we had like a taco truck come and played some basketball and just, just caught a vibe. Nice. Well, let's start there then. I want to take you back to the beginning in a moment. But whilst, whilst we're talking about that, you've come off the back of a release. Tell us about your new single. Yeah, man. So the, the single I just released, it's called I Hope. Um, I wrote it from a perspective of I was I was just uh i was just with a girl not too long ago and uh and i uh you know we've all kind of been there before where you know the your significant others is either you know cheating on you or quite in love with someone else or you know not fully over somebody and etc and so um i actually I, I caught this person uh talking to and hanging out with her ex like while we we're together like three different times and uh and it just, man, it was, it was a lie. And so I just basically like, decided it was probably just best for us to go our own ways. And it's just basically a song like saying like, I hope he can give you everything that I don't, you know? Nice. Well, your music, it, it's funny because obviously when we touch base, your music and the lyrics behind them, like human go so deep. And I suppose everything that you, you brought up within your lyrics really attests to what this campaign is about called Imperfectly Perfect. It's about removing the mask and actually getting to know the person behind the profession. So can you, I, I, I briefly spoke in your bio about everything, but can you just take us back from the beginning when you were moving to California? Like, do many yeah. people know, because you're given this title as influencer, do they even know that you went to California to become an entertainer prior to the content creation? 
Yeah, man, I don't think so. I literally got chills whenever you said that, whenever you're talking about like taking that mask off and just being raw, you know, I write all my music based off of real moments that happen in my life. And it's not just, you know, me just writing a song that I think everyone can relate to or just putting on some like facade just so people can like the music. It's like real stuff that I've went through in my life. So I appreciate that, like, you know, like that you even noticing that. Um, but yeah, man, going back, I mean, like you said, I grew up in, in a very, very small town outside of Dallas. There was a couple thousand people in my hometown and no one did what I do now. Um, and still to this day, they don't. Um, it was very hard for everyone to understand. And, and I ended up like leaving school. I got homeschooled. I was doing all that stuff. And, and when I was 18 years old, I had a little fan base and I was like, this is cool. Like, I really want to do this. You know, it was um, and I moved out to L.A. when I was 18 um, and it very quickly like escalated for me and I blew up in a, in a very like big light. Um, and it was, I very quickly realized that it, it wasn't everything that I thought it was going to be, you know, and I'm, and I'm, you know, and I'm sure that you, even people that you spoke with, they've, you've probably got a pretty good understanding of the industry, but you know, it's, um, with, it is, it's like very cheesy and cliche, but it's just like everyone says, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, but there's like so much that like, that's why like I try to be raw. You know, there's so many people that like put on these like images and they do all this stuff and try to act like they're like somebody that they're really just not. And, um, and I, I think that I probably went through that for a while. I feel like everyone goes through their moments of, of, um, you know, their, their quick fame and their money. They, they're flashy. They're all this, all that. But I can honestly say, man, this industry, and I try to portray that a lot more now that I've grown up. I'm, I'm 24. I'm almost 25 now. So I've been out here for a while. I moved out here when I was 18 on my own too. I didn't have like my parents or anything out here with me. They were very supportive and they like, they literally paid for everything. And so I started making money, man. And they were very supportive, but I, I had no discipline. I had to, I had to mature very quickly. Um, but you know, I try to let people know what it's really like. Cause there is so many people out there that, that don't understand. Um, they're just like, Oh, it's great. They're rich and they're famous. And they, they, they just, they get to just live their life. And I'm like, man, if only you knew, you know, this, this don't get me wrong. It's nice to have money. It's nice to have nice things and, and all that stuff. But what is, what is money? And what is all that? If you completely lose yourself trying to find something you thought was so amazing. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that I've been struggling with the most and um, that I've, that I've been really like practicing on keeping myself grounded recently and, and all that stuff, man. It's, it's, there's so much that goes into it. And I think that's that, that's the thing about this campaign, uncovering it. I mean, I've spoken to some people with a huge amount of wealth, a huge amount of fame, and each person has said, you see the fame, you see the money, but ultimately you don't see behind. And that is a test into what you say in your lyrics when you say you see what you see, but that's not how it is. Behind your screens, this looks like gold, but there's things you don't know, nobody knows. The lyrics there, mate, are so, so powerful. And I suppose... What was it like coming from this small place? And I think people don't understand this because I've spoken to people in similar situations as yourself, environments where there's a few thousand where you're from. You do something, it goes viral. You're actually living your life and your mistakes in the public arena. And as a young guy and as a teenager, the people think this looks amazing. What's the reality when you go from not being known to suddenly eyes on you? Yeah, you know, it's it's... There, there's definitely positives and negatives to it. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing because at just the touch of like my phone, I can reach so many people and change so many people's lives. I still don't even understand how that works. Right. It's like, how can I like change these people's lives just from like my videos? But it really is, man. There's so many people that go through stuff and that's what like makes me step back. And I'm like, dude, like, cause I'm, I do I, this. You would think that I would be good at like 
being more in the public eye now or whatever, because I've been in this public eye image for so long, but honestly, it's made me more insecure than I've ever been in my life. It's given me the most anxiety, like going out in public. Like I, I have such like, like such bad anxiety going out, like, um, all stuff, but you know, it's, um, it's, a it's a blessing and a curse, man. You know, it was, and especially whenever you get it super fast. Um, and I think that's why like the song human, right. And even those lyrics, there's, there's, Obviously in life, there's, there's so many things that people don't know that go on in your personal life, but I, I don't really have very much of a personal private life. It's, yeah. you know, the whole time that I've been, you know, this quote unquote TikTok kid or whatever, there's been paparazzi flying drones and windows in my houses and, and, and invading our space and hundreds of fans outside of our houses when the address gets leaked. Um, everywhere I go, there's paparazzi or fans taking pictures. There's, like it's just all there's no privacy anywhere so it's like the little bit of privacy that i do have i like try to keep it off line and then it still gets out it's like there really is nothing there to like so it's like it's just like here's my whole life and what's so hard about that is people hold us to such like crazy high standards because we have this big reach on people we're supposed to be this inspiration to people or all these things and it's like okay, you guys also have to come down to reality and realize that we're human beings as well. And whenever you're watching every move that we're doing in like a, in like a fucking magnifying mag, magnifying glass, it's like, you're going to see the mistakes that we have to make. We're, we're human just like everybody else. The problem is, is like everyone like judges us for what we, what we do wrong or whatever, but all of those people are doing the same shit that we're doing. Just, it's just not being seen. It's just not being, um, but you know, it's, that's why I wrote human is because I feel like people fail to realize, you know, with this, with this platform, we're supposed to be an inspiration and, and like, they leave us no room for like maturing. There's so many of these people were like, I blew up on TikTok when I was a little bit older. I was like 20, 22 almost or something like that. So I was a little bit older, but there's so many young people that are like 16, 17 that are like blowing up on social media and all that stuff. And they're literal kids. Like they have to learn, they have to make so many mistakes to like figure out what the fuck is right in life as well. Yeah. Um, and people don't understand that. And so they're very judgmental. Yeah, it's it's really hard. Like even from a sideline, watching watching people like yourself, watching the people that I've got to know through this campaign. One thing that I was always told it was, if you're in a rush for something, you've got to think, are you ready yet? And someone once said it to me, and I said, what do you mean, are you ready? And they said, so whatever you're doing in life, like you're just waiting for the money to come to get to that place. But are you ready to make a business sustainable? Are you ready for this? All these people that are wanting to go viral because they think of this life. Are you ready if you if you go viral for the wrong reasons and people move away from you? It, it All that comes into play. But can you take us into the day in a life of not just yourself, but for you was in the hype house with so many other people. If people are there thinking you just get to hang around and take videos, I suppose a responsibility comes with it as well. And like how much yeah. behind the scenes do people not know? You know, there, there's certain days where it's like so much more than you would never know. And there's also some days where it's like, I would not even expect that. But like, you know, even content houses, right? Like to like be completely honest with you, it's really not anything special that you think it is. It's honestly shit. If you want to be honest with you, it's like nothing taken away from the hype house. That was a, that was an era that I, I'm very glad that I was a part of. It, it helped me in a lot of ways as well. And I'll never take anything from that. I learned a lot from it actually. Um, but it was definitely not something that I would say I enjoyed. I, you know, it was definitely like, you know, we had, we had 21 people inside of one house that a, there's like, whenever you get that many people, there's lots of drama. There's, there's, uh, 
there's like little cults that hang out. They, there's, you know, there's parties and there's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not like a big party or two. Like I kind of like, I don't, I've never drank in my life. Like I don't do like any, like the, the, the drug stuff, like none of that. Like, um, I just don't enjoy it. And there's like crazy parties or there's, there's people arguing, there's cults. There's like, it's also like, you would think that we wake up because in the cameras, it looks like we just all like get on the camera and we're all collabing and it's a great big family. And it's like, realistically, bro, like you, I like, I had to force people to film. Like everyone had to like force each other to film. It was literally like, we'd be sitting around not doing shit. And we would be like, yo, can we film this video? Like, please, like whatever, da, da, da. we would film up, like stand up, smile. Like we like are acting like we're having a good time. Right when we got done filming, we're like, all right, we just sit back down. And it's like nothing again. It was like very just like empty. And, and I was like, how do you, how do you live inside of a huge mansion with so many awesome people with so much like talent everywhere and still feel so lonely? It's like, what, that's what, that's why I take it back. And I'm like, and it took me a while because like, I thought I always had to put on this like facade and this like thing because there's so many sad people out here, right? So many depressed people in the world that like depend on us to make them feel better. So it's like, I'm like, what am I, I'm not supposed to like put sad stuff out there. They're supposed to turn to me to, and it's like, I got in my head. It was like, I'm not even allowed to be sad anymore. I have to be perfect for everybody always. Right. And that's one thing that I quickly like realized, like taking a step back and it's like, bro, people love vulnerability only the people that will judge you for being vulnerable are just insecure themselves like they're just going to judge you like, like oh look at this fucking da, 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 make fun of them for, for being vulnerable like only like only like very confident and, and and content people with their life can be vulnerable and talk about stuff like this you know um but i took a step back man this this year was definitely not the most ideal year for me i um from family to relationships to friends to industry to just like everything everything about life like it was just, I got off to a rough start and it, and it, it was a huge setback. I like, I chilled out. I didn't post for a while. I took a break. And that's what I think that people fail to do sometimes is, is take a step back and breathe. Right. Everyone's so like, I got to make as much money as I can. I got to be as famous as I can. I got to get more followers than this person. And I'm like, dog, if you only understood what came with that, man. And, uh, and uh, I've just been really like regrounding myself with life and the point of life because I feel like people miss that. And that's what I mean by like, what is all of this? If you completely lose yourself trying to find something you thought was so great. Cause at yeah. that point you just have a bunch of nice things and you're just a sad person. It's like, you're just like a, a sad guy in a big house and driving nice cars. It's like, what is it at that point? It's yeah. uh, I've been one of the most successful people in this social media space. And I would honestly say that it's put me at the absolute lowest points of my life. It's fucked up my 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 relationship with my family at points it's fucked up my friendships it's fucked up my relationships by just how just honestly man it's it's really just not as great as what you would think and i know you know that but anyone i'm talking to right now as well but i think when you uh you're stepping forward you're saying your truth but even when somebody like yourself or anyone in the public eye that i've spoken to starts setting their truth there's still gonna be always people out there that pick up on that and say you're doing it for this reason, that reason, or the other reason. So yeah, dude, almost that's... Like how can you win at times? So how have you got used to that? Um, I would say, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's going to have an opinion. There's no, there's no really winning to be honest with you. There's no, like, you know, even as like blunt as it is, and like some people will agree, disagree or whatever, like, um, but it's kind of like the whole, like, it doesn't really ever get better. I feel like you just get, more just like more, I guess, 
comfortable with it. Like you just come, like you just adapt to it. It's, it's, we just live in a negative, negative world. And, and that's just how it is. Everyone's going to have an opinion. Everyone's going to say what they want. You can say everything that you want and put it out there, but they're just going to strip it down and take pieces of it and, and just always have their own input. Um, I mean, all you can do is just say what you know and um, be true with yourself and be true with everybody. And like how people react to it or, or answer to it is out of your control, honestly. Well, you said you've been through one of your lowest points. What, what, what do you think you've taken out of going through those lowest points in terms of, and this is not talking about anybody else or in general, but from a personal perspective, we obviously learn lessons when we go through that and we go through the depth. How did you get through that with the support of people? If there is any of your listeners, your, your followers that are listening, like who may be struggling, how did you, who from an external point of view, looks like you've got so many people around you, but on an internal, you're feeling the lowest point and the isolated point. How did you manage that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard, right? It's because I would say it's so easy for people to be like, get good people that like get surround yourself with great people, you know, stay close with your families, like be positive, like get you know, all this stuff. But the, the, the real stripped down truth of it is, is it's hard because like, you really don't know who's rolling with you, especially out here. Like it's like, you know, you have like your best friends forever that just leave randomly, you know, it's like, they just like up and gone. It's like, um, but I mean, what, what helped me was like taking a step back and breathing, you know, like getting away from all the stuff that was causing these issues, um, and, and rebuilding my relationship with my family. Uh, I, I like, man, I've always been like a really big, like Jesus guy as well. Like I, you know, God's a huge part of my life, but through all this, I like literally, like I stopped, I, I, I stopped going to church. I stopped like everything. And I just like, I had to take a step back and realize what's the point of life. Right. And it's like, um, and it's not any of this. And it's, um, and I think that's what, what made it so complicated was because it was so hard for me to understand that of like, cause I thought the point of life was to make as much money as you can and be famous and, and all these things. And, and very quickly did I realize that there's so much more to it than, than I ever even imagined. Um, but I would say what got me through it was, you know, I, I it took me a while um, to even like trust people always, but I, I have a really solid like three people around me um, that are great friends. They're like literally family to me. Um, I would say that um, even, even like I said, like the point of like, like having like real moments with real people too. I got out, I started playing a bunch of sports, um, getting out every day. Like just, it's so, and that's one thing that like I want to tell people too, is like, it's so easy to be sad, right? You just sit in your room and just be sad. Like you just allow everything to happen. That's happening. You're not doing anything to fix it. It's, it's really hard, especially in my position, at least, getting up and keep going. Right. It's like, it's hard to stay happy because um, like I said, it doesn't really ever get better. There's always something, there's always something going on. Um, it's hard, man, but uh, you can't at the end of the day, well, whatever's going on in your life, a, everything is temporary. All, all like that's what I, I literally have a tattooed on me, but it's, it's like all pain is temporary. Like what, what pain really lasts forever. It's it eventually goes away. Um, but uh, you know, it's uh, one thing that I, it took me a while to understand but I've gotten pretty good at it now is, is understanding that things that have already happened in life, um, no matter how mad I get, no matter if I want to go like fight these people or do horrible things to people or like anything at all, like you got to take a step back and realize like, no matter what you do, no matter how mad you get, no matter how much you cry, I get upset. You're never going to change the fact that what has already happened. That's got to this point has already happened. It's, it's done. It's, it's happened. And now you've got to take like, you just step back and be like, how can I, how can I not let that happen again? How can I prevent it from happening again? How can I move forward? Right. It's like, that's, that's one of the hardest things to do. And that's what a lot of people struggle with. I feel like in this industry, because people just hold on to 
So I mean, do you suppose drama, they- drama and negativity just naturally draws more attention in this industry. And that's the problem here. You know, yeah. I've never been involved in drama. I did my, you know, I had that boxing fight last year and I did my, my shit talking obviously to sell and do whatever, you know, we needed to do for the fight and hype it up. But like, other than that, man, I've never been in like drama. Like I, I, I confront people in person. And if I have problems with people, like I, I like, like a real mature, like adult should do. And like, still, even whenever like, we're like, confronting people there's like people in the back like filming it i'm like let's just talk like human beings man like you know like uh i don't know do you think that you um some of that external angst or that internal angst that you were going through that you shifted a lot for that through the lyrics of your music was that an outlet for you you were saying like what i've went through and stuff like that yeah like because you was an entertainer presumably you got into acting like you said then content creation coming where where did the because you got some pipes mate like i've listened to you so much so, <laughs> i mean i saw you with uh stevie stevie, stevie Mac, and yeah. he's incredible and oh, he was blown away by you I'm like like i'm insecure to even seeing around the guy like he's in he's like he's not human i don't understand where <laughs> he's from but he's um but yeah, I, it's, it, it is like I use it as like my like own like therapy almost. Yeah. Like it's because um, I've never been good at talking to people about my problems, even like whether it's my girlfriend, my best friend, my mom, my any. I just don't really, you know, I talk and I tell people what I, you know, to a certain extent of what I want them to know about me. But then there's so much that I still hold inside and I don't tell anybody. Yeah. Let And people have like, you know, people have like re- uh, recommended like therapy or whatever. And I'm like. I can't talk to the people that are closest to me, let alone someone that I don't know about my problems. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Um, but so I turn to music. Music is like the only thing that doesn't feel like work to me. Like I'm, I, I turn to music and I write about what, what's like real moments and real things going on in my life at that moment. So. Yeah. And what's the response been? Honestly, it's been great. It's been really, really good. And I've got a lot of great feedback. There's, there's always like obviously the, all those people on like TikTok that obviously have have uh, a voice and an opinion and and all that stuff. But there's definitely so I always get nervous too, man. I always get so nervous to like post music out there because it is so hard to be a quote unquote like a TikToker that like blew up from making like shirtless videos to like. <laughs> To like being a mainstream artist or like yeah. going towards there, you know, let alone being taken serious as an artist. And, and that's, I definitely, I definitely did that to myself for sure. Um, but, um, but you know, it's, uh, I was young, I was growing up and now I've, I've really figured out what I want to do for the rest of my life. And now it's just making people believe that. And, um, and, and we have a great team behind me, great everything. And, and we're doing a great job. It's just a, it's a slow process. Well, that's, that's one thing I just wanted to touch on because obviously learning about a lot of people when, so say, for example, our audience, they're looking at what they see as deemed as an influencer, and then they see you jump to music and then a product or a service. I think that isn't an easy process, is it? Because yeah. you're going from this to having to learn about the requirements of business and strategy and marketing. You, you might have a team, but it's like you're starting from zero again. But yet on an external, everyone thinks it's it's easy for you. So how yeah. hard it is so it? So it's actually, it's actually really hard. And, um, um, whether it's like being a young entrepreneur and starting your own businesses to, to music and all stuff. But what's, what's cool is like what, what a lot of people don't understand. And I try to tell them and, and stuff like that is because there is this like 
stigma of like, oh, every influencer just wants to do music because they're popping or every influencer, every TikToker just goes to music or what it's like all this stuff, but like no one ever takes them serious. Right. Um, I was doing music before I was even doing TikTok. I just never, I didn't post it yet. I was, I would always had this passion for music. I was just like really honing in on like working on my sound, what type of music I wanted to make, getting my voice to where I wanted it to be. Cause I honestly was shit. I, I like, I wasn't where I vocally wanted to be at all. And I, and I had a lot of work to do. And so I just behind, behind the scenes, like I just worked at it for a long time with Stevie, with, with other people and then learning. I play every instrument. Like a lot of people don't know that, but I play like, uh, like almost every instrument. Um, just like really like, um, mastering like my craft and um and then music definitely was always the end end goal here um i just like blew up on the internet and i rolled with that because that's what was working for the longest time um while i was working on this over here but now yeah it definitely is it definitely is hard and that's where like a lot of people even like for for speaking for someone that like um if anyone else out there is like trying to convert and do all this stuff it's like that's one thing that i had to realize as well is you know, I have millions of followers and millions of eyes and people that know me. Right. But it doesn't always convert the same just because you have like millions of followers doesn't mean your songs are going to like go crazy because you have this platform. It's that's where I say like making people believe it. Right. Um, it is like starting from ground zero again, because all of these people followed me and started following me because of the videos I was making, or I'm a hot guy on the internet, whatever you want to call it. And, um, and, and they didn't follow me for music. So now it's like, whoa, either I don't like it or, or, or like, oh, it's cool. It's like, oh, I'll give it a shot. But it's like, it's literally like you're starting from ground zero again. It helps a little bit, but um, I'm literally like rebuilding from the ground, like from, from zero again. But also that's, that's not always a bad thing. And that's what took me a while to realize too, of like, there's been so many times where I had, I fired my entire team at one time from like my assistants to my managers, to my agents, to like literally all of it. And I was like, well, my life is a shit show right now. And I, I don't have anything. I don't have a team. I don't even know how to run my own business without a team helping me like all this stuff. And like, but it's, it took me a little bit too to figure out, but it's not always bad to start from ground zero again. It's actually like very, very good and very helpful. I've, I've found, um, it, uh, it opens your eyes in a lot of ways as well. Last couple of questions, because I want, uh, this is really important. How do you go from, and I got, I got this from a good friend of mine now, and he played with one of the biggest bands in the US, and he was playing to, like, as if followers, he was playing to stadiums of like twenty to 50,000 people, and he said, when the lights and the cameras and the music stopped and everyone's gone home, he sat in his bedroom on his own, and he said, you wouldn't believe is that very similar feeling that when kids or anybody looking to this influencer lifestyle, when the parties have stopped, when, when, when the lights are off the TVs, it's just you and your own thoughts. Has there been a point where you've, you've been to kind of a dark spot thinking I should be doing something or where is everybody when everything's not happening? Yeah. Um, dude, I mean, you hit it right on the nail, man. Uh, it's, uh, it is, man. It's, uh, it's very, very lonely. It's, uh, you know, like I said, it's a lot of trying to force people to get up and, and do the content with you or force people to do whatever. And then once you're up there, you got to pretend like you're a fucking rock star and you got to pre- pretend like you're doing all this to, to like, um, you know, make everyone happy out there. And then the moment that no one is around, it's, there's no, like, 
like there's no one like they all leave they come by they get their filming done that they need um the moment that the cameras are off they're like all right we're out we got what we need basically and then, then they're like they don't come around anymore until they want to film again it's like there's really like man there's no friendships here there's no there's no like the moment that you're not doing something to benefit somebody they're out they don't you don't ever hear from them like i honestly feel like there are so many people that if i was to never text a day in my life again that i honestly believe that i would never hear from them again in my life um uh, it's just because honestly, man, no one really, no one really cares. No one cares about anybody. Like they only, they only give a shit about themselves. Um, they're only like, what's the next thing that's going to benefit me? How can this person benefit me if they can't? And they, then they don't give a shit about them. Um, it's, it's, yeah, man, it's sad, dude. It is. And, and because I am such a, like a, I love to just help everybody. And, uh, yeah, it makes it hard when there's people like that. But do you move, do you think as you've grown and what you've endured and, and, and you've seen the cancel culture, you've seen the popularity, you've seen all that, have you started looking at it from a from a perspective of, you know what, they're on their journey, I'm on my journey, I've got to do me now, the time is me. Yeah. What information or advice would you give to anybody that's listening that may look to this lifestyle, think it is? And, and, and let's not disregard that it can be incredible. Like you said, you've had incredible opportunities nobody's dissing the actual industry because good things come from it and you can use your platform for good. But what advice for somebody that looks and thinks I'm not going to go down this route because I want, I want to be out there. I want to go viral. Yeah. I would say for, for at least the content side, if you're wanting to be successful in that realm, there's so many people doing the same thing over and over again. And it definitely gets oversaturated. I would say like kind of take what's working and like add your own twist on it and figure out your own niche. But like consistency is the main thing. Like you gotta, you gotta, like whenever I was like the hottest I've ever been, I was getting like all the, like I was getting millions of likes everywhere. It was, I was posting like six times a day on TikTok, every day on Instagram, twice a week, like once a week on YouTube, like all this stuff. Like I was, I was on it, man. It's, it's a lot of work that goes into it and, uh, and stuff like that, but also just as an inspiration of people looking up to this industry and like, what is advice can take from it is I would say, um, definitely also, you know, everyone's experience is different. I'm just sharing mine. You know, um, I wouldn't, I don't want this to like scare anybody coming into the industry. If anything, I wanted to just encourage people to be a little bit more cautious because no one told me this stuff. No one, um, besides like my mom, that was always, she's been my fucking best friend and my, my ride or die through all this. She definitely watches out for me better than I can even watch out for myself. But, um, but I would just say, you know, be very careful who you surround yourself with. Um, don't let it like, you know, ruin friendship as in block them out and be like all that stuff, like be open arms to everybody, but definitely at the same time, be very aware of what's going on because there's, there's so much that you would never even understand that people are doing to you. And I would say, um, in the most like right way, I would say be, be selfish. Honestly, that's one thing that I wish I would have done. Um, because I, there was so long where I put everyone above me and I put everyone before me instead of focusing on my own craft and my own career. And it's, it's probably, I, 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 I'm curious as to where I would have been a year ago if I would have put myself first. Right. I, I wonder if like, you know, I, cause I, I think it definitely put a long pause on, on where I could have potentially been. Um, I would say that, you know, it's selfish out here. Like no one, no one's really for you there. Everyone's for themselves and, and do the same, man, come out here and get what, get what you need to know. Like what, uh, what you're trying to get done, done, do it. Come out here, get, get your, get your stuff done and just be very aware. Bye. Uh, be very, sorry, my phone's leaving. Uh, be very aware of, of, um, fuck man. Yeah. 
be aware. Do you think, and I, I, I've got a question for you now, like a serious, do you think when you think that and put it to yourself and go, where would I have been if I'd have been selfish? If you look at it from another perspective and go, you know what? If I hadn't have gone what I've gone through in this past year, I wouldn't have been able to be the person I am now to make it sustainable to where I'm going. That's a very good point as well. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, Because, you know, and that's where I say like, you can't beat yourself up because I'm like, I wonder where I would be if this happened this way and this, this, but also you got to take a step back and realize like, Hey, first of all, nothing's going to change that. That's already been that way. I didn't do that. So it's there and we're here. And, um, but that's where I say is I am so thankful that I went through everything that I went through this, this, this year, because I would honestly say it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me in my life in the worst way possible. Mm. Um, because I, my life was a shit show, dude. I was, I was sad. I didn't know what I, there was, I, I, there was moments where I just wanted to pack up and go home. Like I didn't know what my, I didn't know what my, what I was supposed to be doing out here. I didn't really know. I knew what I kind of wanted to do, but I didn't know if I was supposed to be doing it. Um, and I would say that this was a big news flash for me. And it was a, a going through all of this is definitely the reason that I'm on the right track right now. And I have so many amazing things coming up that I like, I don't think I can share yet, but like you guys will see them like soon. But like, I would say that it was a weird way of God showing me just who shouldn't be involved in my life. It was a weird way of God showing me that um, where I should be going you know, and, uh, and it's hard to take a step back and realize, you know, like God works in very weird ways, sometimes ways that we may not ever understand or agree with, but you got to take a step back and realize that where I say is like, maybe, maybe it was a good thing that I'm at ground zero right now. Maybe, maybe I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. You know, everyone worries about next week and next month and next year and where they want to be. But, you know, um, I feel like the most important time is like right now, because, Whenever you like all you can, all you can do and change is right now. You can't change what's happening in a year. You can't, you don't even know where you're going to be then. Like you don't even know if you'll, you know, and, um, and whenever that time does come, whenever next week comes, you'll only have right now because you'll be there now. You know, it's like, it's like everyone's, um, everyone's so worried about everything in the, in the future instead of just focusing on like what they could do now. And dude, I love it. I love that point. And that's why I brought that up because this campaign, I wasn't brought up around religion, spirituality, anything through this campaign and what I've learned, it's come to me. And when you mention God and things like this, that's why I asked that question because I'm like, I have been doing this, helping people. I've emptied my pockets and I've been like, what is going on? But there were friends that said, Glenn, it's actually equipping you to understand how to help those people. I've got put in front of yourself and some of the biggest names across every single industry and I knew nobody and then people started reaching out to me going, Glenn, can you connect me with? Glenn, can you do? And I was like, who wants to know Glenn? So then I was taught what it's like for you guys. So it's that's why I asked you that question. Because when you mentioned God, I'm like, okay, he's knowing that those doors are being closed. Oh, it is. And it's like, that's why I'm like, I feel at moments, I feel like a, like a zoo animal. Like, it's like, I feel like someone just goes to like, or like, there's no one that cares about me. They just want to know, like, like it's like I go home and like to, like see my family and like I run into people because I obviously grew that grew up there and like everybody in my hometown knows me. And like the first thing they see, it's like, how is it being rich? How is it being famous? It's like, what's up? Like, how have you been? You know, it's like there's no like that. It's like it's like so what's what's the famous like life like? Like what's the this? What's that? Like oh like. So do you know Drake? Do you know, have you met Justin Bieber? Have you, like, they don't give a, they just give a shit about what you're doing. They don't, they don't care about just like genuinely you. 
It's just like, that's why I wonder, I'm like, I wonder if I lost and I did for a while. And I was like, I wonder if I lost everything who would really still be there. And the truth of it is very, very little amount of people like quite, 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 uh, quite nobody, honestly. Um, and that's, that's what's sad and scary about all this is, is, uh, is really nobody's there. Last two questions for you. Um, do you think now what you've gone through, do you think having that time to be isolated on your own? Yes, it's hard in respect of going deep in your thoughts, but could you survive now if you had none of that? Like you've gone through this journey and seen who's been there for you. Are you okay now on your own? I'm, like I said, I am hands down the happiest I've ever been in my life. I, I, you know, I'm obviously human. I have bad days and stuff like that, but like, man, overall, like I am the happiest I've ever been in my life. And I, and I could not have done it without going through what I did because I've learned, I've learned the most valuable things in my life from the the falls that I've had from the fuck ups that I've made from just in general, you know, just bad things happening. And I've learned the most valuable lessons in life from that. And, um, and, and I'm extremely actually thankful, um, that, that everything that's happened has happened, honestly. Love that. And a question I ask every single person that comes on the campaign, with what you've been through, your journey, the highs, the lows, the sacrifice, everything, what does being imperfectly perfect mean to you? Um, it's a good question, man. Being, I always tell people, I'm like, it's okay to not be perfect, you know? And that's where I go back to like, and not everyone is like religious and stuff like that, but like I said, it plays a big role in me. But like, man, for like me, like, you know, everyone's trying to, you know, everyone's trying to be like perfect for everybody, right? Everyone, because everyone wants to be respected and liked in every realm. And there's like, there's so many people that, for instance, like for me, it's like, there's like Christians. It's like, if you cuss, you're not a Christian. If you sin, you're not a Christian. It's like, man, like the, the, uh, the real truth behind everything, man, is God loves everybody um, the same. And he loves like broken, beaten down people just like me and you. And he loves like, you know, like that. He doesn't want someone perfect. He doesn't want, you know, and um. And I think that that's what a lot of people forget, man, is uh, it's so awesome to see someone that is a just complete shit show in life um, because that, that's, that's real. That's authentic. That's, um, you know, you don't want to be around someone that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got a million dollars deposited today. Yeah, I'm about to go buy a fucking jet. I'm about, it's like, God dang, it makes you honestly just feel like a piece of shit. It makes you feel like a piece of shit. And I love the people that are like, I have nothing going for me in life. And I'm like, man, I love that so much because you have so much potential to figure out what it is, bro. Like, it's like, you have like, there's, um, yeah, I, I love it. I love it so much. There's so many great things that come with it. That's amazing, man. Um, you can't really say because we touched on it earlier, but last thing is like, obviously where can people find you and what have you com- got coming up? You said you can't say, so. Uh... Yeah, no, no, no. I can't say some stuff for sure, but there's like a lot of cool things that I can't yeah. announce. It's like surprises and stuff like that. But, uh, but I have, you know, I, I don't know when this is dropping specifically, but I fly out tomorrow um, and I'm performing at the Country Music Awards Festival. Um, so that's really awesome with an amazing artist named Raina Roberts. She's, she's awesome. We have a song together. Um, and then I'm, um, I have, we're, we're, my team is dropping a lot of new music this year. We're looking to drop like a small project, like end of the year or in the top of next year. We're just like, man, just busting out music, like getting a, just getting out there, hitting the road. We're looking to do a couple of shows coming up soon as well. Um, just, man, just getting our feet wet and just getting getting ready. 
Love that, love that. Well, I just want to say on behalf of myself, on behalf of everybody, our listeners, our global audience, thank you for coming on and sharing your truths. Um, guys, I'll put all the links up where you can find Taylor. His new music is is dropped, so go go get it. It's streaming now, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> all sir. around the world. We're, we're a day ahead, so it's thank already you. out, guys. Go get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, man, thank you. Thank you so much for having me as well. Um, this was this was really awesome. There's not a lot of moments where you get to like share just vulnerable stuff like this. So it was it was really awesome to open up with you, man. You're welcome, mate. So guys, please remember go to those links, check it out, and keep having the hard conversations because it's the hard conversations that saves lives. Until next time, guys, keep talking. To find out more about the Imperfectly Perfect campaign and how you can get involved, simply head to our official website at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org or email us today at info at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org to speak to one of the team. The Imperfectly Perfect campaign is creating awareness and is not a substitute for professional advice. Should you need help, please refer to your nearest crisis number.